0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's Grizzly from Lexington, Kentucky. How's everybody doing today? Coast to coast. Around the world. We have another special guest for you today. How are you doing today, ma'am?
1: I'm doing good. Just put me some lipstick on.
0: All right. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Introduce yourself.
1: My name is uh, Erica Busarhaney, but I go by Psychic Diva and known as International Psychic Media, Erica Boussarhani.
0: Oh, I heard a lot of good things about you. I'm spooky. Yeah, you're on the right show for that, that's for sure. So give us some background uh, history on you.
1: So I come from a family full of psychics, um, and I basically decided to be a little different. I wanted to try to harness my ability and learn from the best to be the best. I'm um, Still working on that, you know, because we, we're learning every day. But um, during the time that I was young, I would always see uh, things, I guess, that nobody saw, spirits and whatnot. And I was always um, in tune with the auditory aspects of mediumship from a young age. Um, people would say like you, you know, I was a, a old soul, and I think that old souls are not really old souls. I think that we hear and feel things that um, other people don't see, hear, and feel. And so, as small children, we say things out of the mouth of babes. Um, you know, we say these things because we we hear them and we repeat them, and then people look at us like, "Where did you?" who told you that, you know? And so I grew up with that all my life, even, um, you know, in in high school, going up to the child that, that we would now call the emo kid, you know, the one that's probably going to hurt themselves or their self-harmers. I could go up to those, those, um, those kids and, you know, just kind of know things about them that I should not know as a young, I mean, that happened in elementary school. I can tell you stories of children in um, high school you know college um i mean i've just i've had that i just recently had a lady come purchase some things from my um my haunted house and as soon as she walked in i was like dead person dead person you know it happens to me every place i go that's
0: that's something i don't know if i can deal with something like that every day
1: i have my breakdowns i, I think i had one this morning <laughs> i was i was <laughs> I was dealing with a grandmother trying to tell me something about how to save somebody's life. And it, it's, it's a man, it's a responsibility. It, it's, woo. yeah.
0: Yeah. I can, I can truly understand. Uh, I have a lot of psychics and mediums on the show and, and uh, they usually start out the same way as you do, you know, uh, explain how they grew up and their childhood and all up through college and stuff. But uh, you are a, uh, known as on tv as well Uh, a lot of people were happy to see you come on the show cool So, yeah so can you explain how all that happened
1: Uh uh-oh i lost you can you hear me yeah i can hear you
0: all right can you explain how you got on the tv and what brought you up to all that stage and the history and all that
1: so basically um There was the show Ghost Hunters. Um, I'd done a walk through at the Pensacola Lighthouse. I don't know how long ago this was. It was a team there. They actually ran the Pensacola Lighthouse and they asked me, the local medium in Pensacola, to come out and walk the grounds. And it was really cool because I had never been to the Pensacola Lighthouse and I was born in Pensacola. Um, So I walked around, you know, and they basically recorded me. They were skeptical. I mean, I'm a skeptic as well. So they kind of walked around. And um, I remember it was the president at the time was walking with me and I'm walking around and I'm like, cistern, they, they said it's a cistern here right under my feet. And I said, what is a cistern? And he started explaining to me, but his eyes looked like they like popped out of his head because nobody knew that there was a cistern. And I didn't even know what a cistern was at the time. And then, so I was telling them there were bodies on the ground and just all this other stuff. And so when ghost hunters actually called them because they wanted to do the lighthouse, they talked about me. They talked about my visit, me seeing the slaves while I'm African-American. So slaves are going to connect to me. And so they talked about, you know, all the the Native Americans that I talked to on the grounds and the pauper graves that we do know now are documented because I found them back a long time ago. Um, so they talked about that. So ghost hunters wanted me on the show to talk about the, the slave visitor. That's my dog in the background, not a, not a ghost. Um, but they could not have me as a psychic because I am because they're a scientific show. So on the show, they called me a visitor. Um, I was a visitor of the lighthouse, which technically is true, but that was my first opportunity to go on, um, you know, to, on television. And we, we had been, you know, I've been interviewed by every channel you can think of the learning channel, TLC, you know, discovery for all these different opportunities from when psychic detectives were around, Um, because I had worked on stuff like that when I first started out and nothing ever stuck. So I was like, okay, I'm interviewed, I'm interviewed, but yet I'm not on my own show yet. Uh, So I just made my own show. I said, you know, I'll do my own thing. And so we started shooting locally here in town, just having fun. I mean, we didn't know what we were doing and we pitched it and we um, actually got put on like YouTube and anybody on YouTube. We were on Amazon Prime and Tubi and displex and all these others and we we're working on one now it's being edited um called the oakley mansion but yeah i mean that's how it started and um i am still wanting to get on major television so
0: yeah absolutely i i yeah. mean from, from the research that i've seen and everything sorry about that it's a studio phone ladies and gentlemen i'm not taking phone calls today
1: Yeah, phone calls i love doing live readings <laughs> <laughs> I-
0: I have uh, another set of equipment that's supposed to be coming in tomorrow to do that, but okay. uh,
1: Next uh, time guys, he'll have to have me come uh, back. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be amazing. i totally upgraded all the equipment, but uh, you know, what? it seems like for the longest time that people uh, have a, what do you want to call it? Uh,
1: Skeptical, negative connotation with psychics.
0: Yes, they do, and yeah. they're you know. And I've I've talked to uh, quite a few that actually work with uh, uh, allegedly the FBI, the police departments, you know, to find uh, dead bodies and so forth. Uh, so, but uh, you know, I love that
1: word allegedly. You know why I'm such a skeptic, and so. I will just say this for the record um i'll never forget i was in texas um at the texas ghost show and i was doing a gallery and i, I remembered um only because of the news article i, I mean I, when i when i'm talking to somebody i don't remember what i say 10 years ago right. but yeah, they talked about me talking about this guy blowing up like and they said i did the hand movements and all this other stuff well a guy literally blew up. Uh, it was a young man that was killed in war and I was talking to his mom at the time, but I do, I'm, I agree with you 100%. I'm a, when I say I'm a skeptic psychic, I have people that test me all the time. I have, (laughs) I've been through it. Um, I have other psychics that hear about me and they think I'm like ego based and they want to, let me see if I can, you know, tell her something. So yeah. I appreciate skepticism, but as far as the the finding bodies, now I will tell you this, um, people contact me all the time and people like me, psychics, and they want us to help. We can always do it. You know, it's not it's not like I, I was, before I called you, I was working on a guy who's missing in, in my bed, laying down, remote viewing, but the validity of it. Yeah, there are a lot of people that say they've worked with the FBI. I know that I have because I was with Find Me Too, And I know there's a documentary called The Girl with the Golden Earring that is Mm -hmm. um, on ID Channel, and it actually profiled me. They did not use my name and information because I didn't want them to. They also didn't depict me um, correctly because I am not a tarot reader by any means. Um, But yeah, that is 100% a documented case of a body I found. And um, I actually had met her three months and told her she was pregnant at the time.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, in the paranormal field, you know, where we talk about Bigfoot, Dogman, and other cryptids, you know, I tell everybody, yes, there's a little Johnny out there in the middle of the woods at night in a monkey suit, drunk. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, and there's been times where i would be interviewing somebody and they would just interrupt me and they're like, are you okay? And I'd be like, uh, what are you talking about? And next thing you know, they start talking about my back problems. And they bring up my kidney cancer I had. And, oh. and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, nah, nobody knew that before. So everybody knows that on the show now. So, so yeah, I am a believer. Uh, but I'm also a believer that there are some phonies out there as well. Unfortunately, Amen. Unfortunately, that does happen uh you know i had a place and i'm not gonna tell you what state that i lived in that uh had a house and had one of those palm reader signs up in the front window or the bay window of the house and i'd do this and that and and i and i talked to some uh locals that lived there and they're like nah don't even try it so yeah yeah yeah
1: that that is we have that in my area too um And I always tell people, this is how you know the legitimacy of a psychic or medium. And we are different. Ask them, can you record it? If you can't record your session, run. Because if all of my clients record their sessions, um, usually. um, But if they don't want you to, if they don't want to be accountable to the BS they're going to say to you, they're not going to let you record it. So that's an indication of a scammer because if they say, well, I need $500. You got that on recording. Um, and so if they don't want you to record the reading, keep running.
0: Yeah, well, that makes sense. That. That's I like yeah. that. that. That's a very good point.
1: Yeah. It really is. Everybody's yeah. got a digital recorder, a video camera. Um, most clients will video. I mean, I was doing a, um, I was doing a, a ghost hunt this Sunday, and the lady just put – I started reading one of the guys at the ghost hunt. Lady just pulled out, not even her husband. It wasn't even the husband, the wife. Another lady just pulled out a camera and started recording me talking. And I was like, yeah, girl, I ain't got no makeup on right now. But it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Don't put that on the internet now. Don't do it.
0: Well, a lot of people say, you know, they don't believe. But, you know, my thing is, is first off, people believe in creatures that scientific our scientist tells us that do not exist, but they do. Yeah, uh, A biblical reference, there's pages and books out of the Bible that are not in there. They're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I tell people, you know, you draw a line in the sand and say, you don't believe in this, but you believe in that. You have to erase that line somewhere and move it because, you know, you, you just can't believe in one thing and not the other. True, and I've been around long enough, and and done this quite a while. I've been around enough people where I have seen the truth, and I have seen the false prophets, as I call them, and so forth, just out there to grab people's money and so forth. But you know, it, it's it's everywhere you go. It's it's not your type of you know profession or business, however you want to describe it. It's it's anywhere and any topic. True. Almost true. So. Yeah.
1: Intent plays a lot. You know, I always tell people I didn't, I didn't grow up to be a psychic. I was actually, I'm a serial entrepreneur, ph- philanthropist. Um, I started out in psychology, opened up childcare facilities, um, did comic cons, I do business expos, haunted houses, all kinds of whatever I get bored I do. So the factor of being a psychic medium actually full time happened when I started to travel as a medium and I did not want to keep my daycare center because or daycare centers because it was just too difficult to worry about the care of those kids when I was on the road. So I closed them and became a full-time psychic medium. Um, it's not my, it's not like, I don't rely on being a medium for my money, I guess is the way to explain it. So I can turn down clients and it's not a focus where people get I think like that is when they're trying to use it as a profession. And you know, sometimes they're the scam artists that travel from here to here and have, you know, different setups in an area, um, mom and pop shops. Um, that, you know, they do that. We have them we have one set in Pensacola. Um, you know, and I tell people, stay away. If you go in there, ask them to record it, they'll tell you to leave.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and it it's just when people go to get readings you know they can convince you by generalizing statements that they're actually reading you Mm -hmm. and they have studied psychology and other behaviors and and they can tell by looking at you if you're lonely you're depressed and so forth and you know and they can bring up general topics along those lines and And once you start feeding into it, then they're going to start feeding back into you and giving you some more concrete, uh, what I call evidence is, you know, that fits your topic that you're on at the time. So, yeah, but but when you have somebody that actually can pinpoint things, Mm -hmm. items, descriptions, you know, and I don't see how people can hear and see things all the time. That would just drive me nuts. I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. So
1: it's, I think it's cool. I, I love it. Um, I I always say that I'm not afraid of a lot of things that most people would be afraid of because I know I have other people around me that you can't see that watch me. Um, I've been in places that you know somebody else probably couldn't walk out alive, and here I stand. So.
0: Yeah, well, I did an interview yesterday. I think it was yesterday. My memory's getting bad. I'm only 48, but uh, she was uh, a psychic medium and uh, a raker healer, and and all she had all of her certifications and so forth. And she actually does uh, a lot of things like you do. And uh, it was funny. I had a friend on the show. Uh, that's gonna co-host another talk show with me. Uh, we're doing together, and uh, yeah, my podcast is just blowing up. It's it's just amazing, and I just had no idea it's gonna take off like this. But uh, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to her, and I kept looking at him real close, you know, because my my laptop's so far away. I kept looking at him. I'm like, is he breathing heavy? Because I kept hearing heavy breathing. Mm-hmm. Then I started hearing somebody walking around on, like, wood floors. Well, her house was from the 1730s. Oh, wow. Uh, she was across across the pond. And, uh, and I'm like, well, I know my buddy doesn't have hardwood floors. He's sitting in a chair. She's sitting in a chair, not moving. Then I started hearing a male mumble and a mm-hmm. woman humming. And I'm like, stop. Everybody, hold on for a second. And I'm like, does anybody else hear what I'm hearing? And Gwen's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I got headphones on. You don't." And she's like, "Yeah, I just got done uh, doing uh, some stuff with one of my uh, what do you call it? Guiding angels or guiding spirits okay. or um, like that.
1: Yeah, they. Everybody has different terms, but um, some people have spirit guides and you stuff. Spirits like
0: guides, yes, yeah. yes. And uh, she says her house is uh, very active. Uh, it's the friendly, bubbly kind. It's the good good energy, not the negative. She said when she first got there, took her three times to cleanse the house of all the negative energy. And she was like, I can't believe that you can hear that. She's like, I thought I was the only one who was hearing that. I was like, no, no, I can hear it. I said, I heard everything that's been going on. And I said, I've been trying to watch both of you all to determine, uh, you know, if, you know, who who was in... Who's doing what and what? One of you all was causing that, and Glenn and Glenn was like, "Well, it's probably me, heavy breathing." I'm like, "No, it wasn't, because I was watching your lips and everything, and your mic's down there on the table, my mic's up here, and I'm a heavy breather, but you can't hear it." And uh she just cracked up about it. She, and then, she, you know, explained a couple of things about the the guy and the lady and everything, and and uh, my my friend was like, Why I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it," and I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to." And then all of a sudden, her feed dropped, her feed muted, and all this other stuff. Like, they didn't want her to talk to us. And, you know, it's just some uh, technical difficulty items that unfortunately happened soon after I brought that to everybody's attention. So, Hmm. who knows?
1: Interesting. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Who knows?
1: I have a a question for you. Um, Okay. Because I get distracted when I talk to people sometimes. Uh (laughs)
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. So... Does this mean anything to you? Um, I'm going to explain. So this would be going in a door. Okay. Do you have any to either driveway? How is, is that in the front of the house? Any circular back of Mm -hmm. the house? Okay. Uh And, And a question. I felt like when I was in your house, I had to drop down. So do you have like a sunken floor or something?
0: Uh, well, I have steps on my previous location where I am now.
1: No, it wouldn't be steps. That'd be two. No. So, is this the front entrance? That's what yeah. I got. a little confused. Yes. So, I need to step down something. Here. Well, I'm really confused because normally I don't see the house like this. I see it left or right. So, I don't know why they divided your house. Yeah, home
0: when, when you the come part. into my old house, you can walk up or you can walk down.
1: Okay. All right,
0: so I that's bad. interesting.
1: Okay, I, I sometimes I go someplace when I'm talking to somebody.
0: That's, I need you to go somewhere, it always happens, you know, and I know somebody's doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, we're starting to get some good questions here, but but uh, yeah, but you know, okay. it's 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 amazing that uh, you brought that up because I was actually thinking about that uh right prior before you came on the show is because where I moved from uh I was on the PD then I went to the civilian world and worked for a company where I did a lot of interviews for theft uh workplace violence suicide ideations and uh I was really good at it and uh I moved up the the chain pretty fast and got to some uh, management positions and then take me along and they brought me to where i'm at now down here in lexington then i got back into law enforcement you know i got into the animal side because they needed help with the cruelty cases they mm-hmm. were having problems in court with them and uh, i had a fail and they thought i broke my back and i accidentally found kidney cancer and lo and behold you know uh i'm on a cane now and people were talking to me to do this and that and i was reminiscing about the old house
1: neck hurt
0: yeah my my, my neck hurts yeah and that's why you see me move my neck a lot and that's why you see me move back and forth because it's hard for me to sit still so i do walk with the cane.
1: okay
0: so so i don't know about you Athalation tales of terror does that uh mr blanton give you any indication yet so, he's the one you know, that uh, former uh, pasture, uh, very good, intelligent man. Uh, awesome. He, he has seen a lot of things. Here, I'll start throwing them up here.
1: I, I literally, I, I clicked on the comments so I can see them as they come in.
0: Okay. Yeah. And uh, he sees a lot of things. I don't live far from the Appalachian Trail. He lives pretty much right next to it. So... Um, uh, he's very interesting person. knows a lot of things, but no offense to anybody listening or watching. I always say you can never draw a uh, uh, line in the sand because you have to move it sooner or later, and that's my belief. In my opinion, only so. And you know this. This is typically what happens to me it's either on the show or after we get off the air. And this is what happens with me and psychics and mediums. They start telling me stuff. Uh, yesterday uh, during the interview, my buddy just out of nowhere. She's like, I have to, I have to talk to, you, to your friend for a minute. And she starts spitting off that there was a woman behind him and she was describing everything who she was. And it's not a grandmother. It's like a great grandmother. And, you know she died of cancer that's what she's telling me and she just was like going on and on and my buddy just kept leaning over and over his computer he's like yeah yeah And i'm like there we go ladies and gentlemen i mean what else can you say this is not set up you know sometimes it just comes out so uh just like you said about my neck you know that's why you see me moving my head back and forth you know uh it's a pain, but you know, they want to do the back operation first, but I don't know the way you have to go in and do the back operation scares me. So, so sure what, I
1: want, what I want you to, um, something about lymph nodes in your neck. Okay. Uh-huh. So what I'd probably tell you to do is figure out online if there's any kind of pressure points that you can do on that right side. And I'll talk to you about your lymph nodes later off air. You'll yeah. just call me later. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know I the reason why you probably were drawn to me, not just because I'm chocolate and delicious, but um <laughs> you know, I, but, but it's probably because you know I had a, a kidney transplant. Did you know that?
0: No, I did not. No, yeah. I did not.
1: So my dad inside something. of me probably made you more drawn to me.
0: Well, I do a lot of research on my guests. I do not go any mini miny mo and pick somebody Uh, i really do a lot of homework on them and so forth but uh, kidney surgery is no joke ladies and gentlemen i tell you that for sure Uh, that is the worst pain i have five incisions and they use a machine and hands and uh, that that was just awful now unfortunately i had small cell carcinoma and that actually comes back into the lungs uh, most of the time. So every 90 days, I get chest x rays, and every uh, nine months, I get MRIs done with contrast. So, uh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So it gave me a second one to life, and I've done a lot of things differently since then. So, me too. Yeah. Me too. It, it, it changed your life, and, it, yeah. you know, and I look at people totally differently now. Uh, my daughter tells me I'm a changed person. and. And uh, so forth. And, you know, it's just uh different path I've been taking. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And that's why I think that uh, the powers to be brought me to the state I am now and got me to switch jobs, which I don't know why I went back to, you know, back in law enforcement. But, you know, there was a reason why I got hurt and so forth. So I see you drawing again.
1: <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, I was writing a note because if I don't write it down, I'll forget it. Um, You know how like sometimes they say you have an angel on your shoulder. I don't mm-hmm. know if the angel's on the right hand side. So the left hand side wouldn't be an angel. It's supposed to be the devil, right? So right. maybe like on the top of the shoulder there to your left. Um If you were considering to put a tattoo there, maybe do that. Okay. I
0: already got one.
1: Okay. Because I need to highlight it and I don't, how I see it. I hear it. Let me see. I saw it, I think. Let me see if I can draw it. Okay, now I can hear it. Um, angel on your shoulder on the left side, okay? All right. That's all so I, I get. Did. It. And all I did was write left, but I didn't finish writing it left.
0: Yeah, I have a Celtic cross on my left shoulder. Okay. That's so, your
1: angel on your shoulder, okay?
0: Something so told telling me to get effect. that done. Uh, right before I got hurt and so forth, and I don't know why. Uh, I don't believe in tattoos, ladies and gentlemen. There's no, dis- or no disgrace to anybody that uh, had.
1: You're muted. Mute, mute.
0: Uh, all the time it happens, when I talk to psychics or mediums or somebody along the line, so, but tell me, uh, tell me some interesting stories. I know you got to have a gazillion of them.
1: Okay, yeah. So, um, I'm trying to look. My pet is ailing. Uh, I'll probably get you to maybe tell me what people are want me to focus on at some point. We'll go through the line. I'm cool with that. Um, so, some cool stories. Um, I'd love to talk about my second site paranormal team. Uh, we consist of an attorney. Police officer, um, a city police officer who is currently um, working. Um, We have a lot of criminal justice majors. We have myself, um, a real estate, a pilot, just a lot of different people. But the concept we started out with just ghost hunting. What we're wanting to do now is kind of delve back into where I started Um, when I was in college. I started watching Unsolved Mysteries, and I would see, um, you know, the deaths and stuff. And I was a little freaked out and scared by it and didn't do anything with it. Uh, For a couple of cases, I think I turned in information. But then later on, um, when I moved in this haunted house, it all came back like with full force vengeance. And I felt like I was being haunted and traumatized and killed is I went down to my local law enforcement uh, to Skimmy County uh, Sheriff's Department and kind of like said, use me because I don't know what's wrong with me or lock me up or put me in Lakeview or something. But, um, And then I started kind of helping with some of the families that had um, missing people, cold cases. Um, and I think like to kind of give some encouragement to people like me, um, it does not hurt to try to help. You, you know, law enforcement are going to be the ones who will recover a body or whatever. But if your intent and your ego is in check, um, whatever you can do to assist, um, whether you do the, uh, like the research, um, you know, doing, uh, if you're in Pensacola, Eskimi County um, Rescue, um, but you can find a way to help, even if it's, you know, like with children and nonprofits and families. And um, you mentioned domestic violence, suicide prevention, you know, going through guardian ad litem. There's so many ways that you can be of service because when we think about death, and especially murder and things like that, we don't only just affect that person that dies, you affect the person who is the child that might've been abused there. I mean, there are just so many factors. So find a way to be of service. But that's kind of where I started. I basically was trying to figure out how to figure out what was going on with me um, and how I was to use this because I was very different. Um, I didn't know a lot of people that could close their eyes and go to from Pensacola and in the office that I'm in to somebody's front yard and walk in their house. I didn't know people could do that. I well, I thought everybody could do that. Actually, I didn't know that they couldn't do it. Um, And so if I had this like weird power thing, I wanted to figure out how to be of service to use it um, the right way. That's important the right way. And so um, that led me to a lot of different things. But some of the craziest things, I guess, um, I'll just start with like meeting people randomly, you know, and, and seeing things, seeing like, you know, looking at you if I focused on you. Um, if I asked, was there somebody dead around you? Um, I could probably get people to talk to me, but um, it's just—I mean, it's so many different things that—I mean, you go places, you see things. But what I always try to tell people that are like me: don't don't get like ego based. Like you want to go up to people and tell them stuff. They—they're not there in Walmart to hear you try to be a psychic medium or show that you got some special ego power, they're just there to shop, you know? And I, I I think I'm a skeptic because, more so because of psychics and mediums like myself that I know that I don't know are legit is because I have so many people come up to me and be like, oh yeah, she's that psychic. Oh, well, by the way, you know, I see this around you. First of all, well, I didn't ask you to look into my energy. <laughs> you right. know, I didn't ask you to take my clothes off in Walmart. I, that's not what we're about, you know? So- you know, I always tell people the reason why there's so many people that are skeptic of people like myself is because they, we don't, we, as a people in the community, sometimes don't have good boundaries. We want to like, you know, it's all ego based to me, you know, we want to go up and say, Ooh, look and see what I can do. Well, everybody can do what I do. I mean, I'm not special. I just learned how to hone it, And, 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 and like, I'm, I'm like Michael Jordan, you know, everybody can play basketball. There's some people that are that exercise like Kobe every day and they get up and they make it happen, but we all can do what I do. I, I totally am not ego-based. I've met a lot that are though.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately I have as well. So yeah. Especially the little ones that think they're the top dogs and so forth. But mm-hmm. I didn't mention your name, so you're okay.
1: Well you know what <laughs> I think is 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 kind of interesting to remind us is that we are only hearing, seeing, smelling, tasting, feeling what people show us. It's not about us. I mean, it's given to us. It's not from us. So if they give it to us, they also can take it away. And I've seen people fall on their face because of that. You say, well, oh, you wow. don't appreciate it. I'll take it away. What do you got now? And then you got to make up shit, you know. <laughs> and that's where <laughs> where it happens.
0: <laughs> that's wild. That is. That is. No, uh, there's a few of them, like I said, that uh supposed to be worked with law enforcement and stuff. And, and I never validated, you know, uh, any of it. Um, it's easy for me with some of my contacts to check into. And I've got one guy that knows people with the CIA, and he's got some feedback on one person. So I'm getting yeah. that when I get off the show with you.
1: Yeah, uh, who I actually worked with was a buddy guy, Pensacola, uh, Mark Smeester, um, definitely. Um, I worked with Kelly with um back in the day. Um, two is now FindMe. Um, I'm a member of the Eskambia County Search and Rescue. I actually just joined them, so we haven't really done anything. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the consistence of what I've done, basically, in the area. And I've worked with a lot of families here. Um At some point, my cars were passed out um, from the um, cold case unit. And I did that, I think, in 2004, 2005. And I have emails like where, well, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. I've got emails (laughs) where people have said, oh, yeah, you found, this was during the Green Mile River killer. Yep. Um, I have emails, I know, from one specific family member who said that the FBI said that uh, Tina... Tina Peterson's body was found in Arizona, root, whatever, I don't remember what I told her, um, tied up to a tree in back of a truck stop. So that's what I saw. So, yeah. And I think at that time that was the Green Mile rubber killer that was killing all those um, ladies that were walking um, and, you know, in the truck stops and dropping bodies because I was traumatized by all these dead women that would come to me in dreams, basically, and they were you know wanting somebody, I guess to hear them so they could tell stories to them. Oh, so, that's well.
0: uh, yeah, as well. Well, you know that that brings me up to a question and I mean you can laugh at me, whatever that's fine. You yeah. know one, one of the questions I always had, and I never did had the guts to ask anybody. And, Jim, I know this is going to hit home to you, sir, is that the Appalachian Trail, Yosemite, Yellowstone, Alaskan Triangle, I think the Alaskan Triangle <clears throat> over 60,000 a couple years ago missing people. But we have always missing people from these locations with not a single trace. No clothing, no camping gear, no hunting equipment, rifles, nothing. They just disappear. I mean, what's happening to them?
1: Do you think UFOs have picked them up? Um, hold on, that, you know, I, I, I would have to focus on that because I, I don't, I don't ever use the ability just kind of like tongue in cheek. I, I literally have to put the intention to ask the question. So, in order to do that, let me just. So, you're asking me about a location and what's happening to people that are technically disappearing. Okay,
0: disappearing with no trace.
1: so i'm going to say i didn't see any kind of ufo things i'm just going to throw that out there is no i do believe in um you know in things like that but i didn't see any like ship sucking people up for the record Okay. okay what i did see though which is kind of alarming um I'm wondering if there is the possibility of a mass grave someplace because I felt like I was digging up dirt with a shovel and burying people. So is it a situation where it could have been a serial killer that's picking off people? Probably. Um, Mostly males, though. Hold on. Now you got me curious. Um, So I'm walking down this trail, hat, gun, tent, little girl. Um, So there's a fall down. So there's an injury, death there, which would be I don't know why I saw decap. Maybe I forgot. I'm lying. (laughs) Okay, just kidding. Um, I just saw the hits. Yeah, I didn't need to say that. For some reason, I would say more, I'm seeing a body or bodies being buried. So I don't know about any kind of other thing other than that. I'm seeing like somebody with a shovel digging and putting um, something like a bag in a a hole. So if there are bodies that are allegedly lost, they must be buried someplace. They're not just randomly disappearing. So that's what I got.
0: Yeah, because in the uh, paranormal world, you know, we we think about Dogman, we think about Sasquatch, and of course UFOs coming to play, Interdimensions coming to play. Mm-hmm. But I never asked anybody that, and that actually just popped in my head. Uh, oh, that's a friend of mine asked me something else. I thought it was somebody getting ready to go nuts or something. But, uh, you know, I I always wanted to know because, you know, it ties into missing 411 and stuff. And, of course, that's on the air and so forth. And it's always been a curiosity of mine. Uh, There has been mention of many serial killers running around in that area, especially in the Appalachian Trail and some of the parks that are never been caught. And uh, I got that for People from background in law enforcement. So, but we never really do have a definite answer. What is causing that? You know, a, like a.
1: So I don't know anything about the history of it as far as the hauntings. If you live in that area, you probably have more of an understanding. Has there ever been mention of like maybe a little girl that's been seen in a specific area?
0: Mister Appalachian Terror, can you answer that?
1: Because when you were, when I was focusing on that area, I literally saw like a little girl that came out um, remote the way that I see. Um, Made me feel like someone would be missing there, maybe um, that was with her father. Um, And it could be a multiple death because the father felt like he was dead and also the child. And then I went to another location, which was up, and I saw someone fall. So that would have been a suicide, but that would have been known because the body was seen. I could see the body. Um, yeah. And one, two, three. There, like it's where three heels are. One, two, three. It's the third heel. There's water running behind that. I'd have to pull it up on Google Maps.
0: That's interesting. Um, Now there's been examples on TV uh, where two hunters have been hunting the area for 60 years, and they were not even 100 yards apart, not even 60, 70 yards off the trail. And they sit there all day, and they didn't hear from each other. And one of the gentlemen gets up and walks down, and his buddy's just gone, like disappeared. Never found a trace or anything from him.
1: His Hmm. guns,
0: his clothes, or nothing. So you know, and that's always, you know, my curiosity is what is happening to everybody? You know, what what is causing these people to go missing? Are they being killed? Are they, you know, are they demons from hell? Are they, you know, supernatural? I mean, I don't know.
1: I don't think it's supernatural. I think it's man.
0: That's interesting. Jim, are you still on here? I'm waiting for you to pop in and answer her question. afflation Tales of Terror, are you still on?
1: That sounds like a fun-hunted house.
0: <clears> oh, <throat> well, you got some stories, i tell you. And it's really interesting because a lot of people I interviewed that have encounters uh, with Dogman and Sasquatch, you know, a lot of people... That I've interviewed so far and, and spoken to has never, ever believed in them. And then they see one and they wet themselves and now they have PTSD and they never go back in the woods. And they freak out and. And uh, they just can't wrap their mouth around it.
1: I think they're shape shifters. Um, you know, I, when I guess people are going to technically energy will appear the way it needs to appear, but. What I have, I mean, I haven't necessarily seen that, but I have seen things that would mimic that. And I think that, I think they're dimensional. I don't think that we're going to always see them because even like sometimes behind me, in front of me, you will see things, especially when I'm on camera. And if you watch them, they probably could look like that because I've been in places where I've seen not so much uh, a Sasquatch, or a dog man or something like that. But I, I could say that it could appear that way if it wanted to. Um, I don't think they're demonic. I think that they're definitely, um, they're elementals, they're energies. They're just like we are. We appear the way we want to appear. Um, and I think, you know, I, I give this whole story about when I go to the casino and I drive down the road, I see dead deer all the time. You know, and sometimes I'll see them not in the physical form, like you'd see a dead deer. You see them almost like shadows in the middle of the road, walking by, darting by. And the average person wouldn't pay no attention to it. They just think their eyes were kind of like doing something weird. But the psychic or the medium would know that's a dead deer because they would just know it. And so I think the same thing, we know that dinosaurs existed at some point. Is it is it not that they wouldn't have an, a some type of I guess spirit body? Because I talk to people that have lost dogs and I can see their dog. And their dog can appear as a shadow or the dog can appear as like a you know, the dog that they look like. So I think that, you know, we are not that intelligent as a as a human species to not believe that there are other dimensions of things living that we don't always interact with and why I can do what I can do and go places. I don't think I can't explain that. So is it not capable for a Bigfoot or some other kind of animal from a different time to come back and say, Hey, here I am, see me. And people will be freaked out. Cause I have, I've seen things that will appear to me a certain way because I need for them to appear to me that way. Cause if they appear to me that way, <laughs> I'd probably be in a mental institution. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't not believe it. I just know that I have not encountered it as a Bigfoot. I've encountered things, though, that, you know.
0: Well, and that makes a lot of sense. So, um, you know, there there is no expert in those fields of topics. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we have are theories and people that are theorized off their encounters and experiences mm-hmm. you know i mean we have people that uh, uh i call them ss's uh, either you believe in this way or you don't belong in my group but when you interview people you know they have a lot of the same encounters across the board that fit mm-hmm. into usually four or five categories you know whether it's orbs ufos or mm-hmm. Sasquatch can walk around a corner and just disappear and so forth. And, you know, and other people said, no, it's a flesh and blood group. And and, I mean, nobody knows the truth. You know, it's always going to be a mystery. You know, there's monsters that wash upon beaches, you know, all the time across the world. Yes. And and I don't know why, but the city and county governments, they dig a hole on the beach with the backhoe and they bury it. I'm like, what are you doing? Take it back to the lab. Let's dissect it. Let's figure it out, you know. Or did you create it and it got loose? You know, I don't know. (laughs) There's so many rabbit holes we can go down through, so.
1: Mm -hmm. Most definitely.
0: Yeah, I didn't mean to go supernatural on or anything. I
1: love supernatural. I watched The Twilight Zone on repeat when I was little.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's wild because uh, I had a uh, gentleman bring that up the other day on the show. And uh, he was taught he's like, Grizzly, have you ever realized of all the movies that came out always came true? And I was like, you remember Will Smith, Independence Day? He's like, yeah. I said, did you realize that movie was scrubbed 13 times by the government before it was released? Oh, wow. Did not know that. Yeah, and he was like, I did not know that either. I said, that's right. So why was the government involved, you know, when it come to that movie or certain movies and uh, had to uh, blacklist things for it to be okay to be released? So, you know, are they trying to tell us something, a uh, sublim- subliminal message that, A, it is true, you know, just like the flying saucers before that, world. What was it, War of the Worlds back in the 30s caused mass havoc and mass suicides and everything? They thought the Earth was being attacked by aliens, so.
1: Hey, yeah. Chrisley, I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever talked about cremation on your show?
0: Um, yes. Okay, so you have
1: talked about maybe having cremation in your house? Yes. Okay. All right. I'll debunk it then. (laughs) Okay. I was writing it down.
0: (laughs) All right now. Forget it. Huh? What'd you say? There's a story behind that.
1: Okay, I was hearing it. So I was okay. So I was kind of going to I'm gonna say your left, I think, is your left. And I was going into another room and I was going up like on a shelf or something. And I was seeing cremation, but I didn't think it was human.
0: No, it's not. Okay. I My little chihuahua. Had...
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. My little chihuahua's back here. Did you see?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, got, I have two more that I, I rescued about eight years ago. So. But if
1: you talked about it, see, even if I never listened to it, I'd have to debunk it because that's just what I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's been a long time ago. I uh, brought that up. Probably.
1: Is it in the left side of you, though? Because that was the cure. I, I love it. I liked you. this is like a scavenger hunt. I'm weird.
0: Well, now in the cameras, it's opposite. So remember that. So it's actually on my right side.
1: Okay. Well, I still go by left, right for me. So I, I still. Right. Go oh okay yeah <laughs>
0: my right's your left my left's your right so
1: okay yeah Yeah. okay no worries
0: there's mr tales of terror okay are you back okay. or no that's from earlier okay been trying to heal my pet mother had kidney stones removed
1: okay. Appalachian
0: terror but jim blanton sorry to hear about i'm that.
1: not a wife let me
0: see. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, I'm getting a lot of calls from you being on the show.
1: So Marcia is my middle name, so that's probably an M. Let's see. I'm oh, regurgitating. Yeah. No, on that. Is Jim around?
0: I'm um, actually messaging him, him right now to see if he is.
1: Okay. I'm all on you right now. Ain't that funny? So do you have any kind of modular things that around you, like separate buildings that would look like mobile homes or um, I don't know what that's called. Places where you put stuff in it, they're modular, made out of metal.
0: Uh, yes.
1: Okay. I think I'm. Is it separate from what you're in, like a separate building outside in the back yeah. of you? Okay.
0: That is correct. Okay.
1: okay. Boom. Okay. Go ahead. You talk. I'm just drawing stuff. All right. And then I'm trying to focus on my gym. Because he wanted to ask a question. I've
0: never had this many calls before.
1: Okay. So, there's bones in the backyard. So, that's not you. Because if you just move there, those aren't your dog bones. But that looks like a cat, actually.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, those our dad. Dad. And then there's a secondary building over here that feels like a driveway. Hmm. Okay, so if you sleep on the right-hand side going in the door, there's a deceased male who visits you, biological. Oh, you have really? sleep apnea, okay? Yep,
0: yeah, that's true. I'm
1: going to turn the bed i do this thing like i have to draw it out and so yeah it's true long, that's going to be your bed okay well yep. okay i don't know okay so let me turn it around and then so go into the bed are you on the right hand side closer to the door which would be a bathroom or something where you sleep yes okay All right. I don't see him standing there. He's on the opposite side when I see him. He's by the window.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: And do you have a window or a light source behind you, like where your headboard is? Uh,
0: Light source.
1: Okay. Mm. Not above. I'm talking about behind. Like if this were your bed up here. (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's okay. Um, All right. So you fell out of bed. Okay. Okay, so Paul Paul's dads. Okay, not the dad, the Paul Paul. Great. No, not the Paul Paul. Um so this is a family friend, our brother, doing the process of elimination. Oh, you're fine. Okay. All right, dad times two, so they're two named after and the grandpa. And then this guy who is different. Um, he said goodbye to you in a dream. But he is your brethren. He's not your family. Brotherin is different. Brethren is not blood. It's like someone who died, but he would visit you because you've saved him or he's I don't know how to explain it, but he maybe saved his life or something. So he's kind of, I think he has to do with that shoulder thing. Okay. So if he was whispered to you to do it, it's more of like reminiscent of like him watching over you because you watched over him, but he's dead. His death is traumatic to me. So it's not a sickness or hospital type of thing. And I'm not going to say that, but I think you did do that. Let me double check something. Did you? Yes. I got lots of, I got a headache. All right. So validate that by showing me bed of, I'll call you Grizzly because so I don't know your first name, Christopher. Um, Thank you. So if you show me yes, please show me what that is. Are you up like that or some suicide or something or trauma? Okay. Black would be yes. And then no would be white or gray because I see gray. Tell me what color okay. your bedspread is
0: very. Uh,
1: okay, there you go. All right. So I don't... Okay, do you have a question to ask me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm kind of mind-blown. Uh, I got Mr. Blanton back in here. Hello. That was the one about his wife.
1: Okay, let me the see girl. where I get that. I'm going to try to release you. I'm all on you right now. I'm trying to get off of you. <laughs> it's the beard. I like beards. Okay. Um, so Jim. All right. Um, can you show me anything of information for Jim in the highest good? Um, Jim, do I have permission? Because sometimes I have to go in your house in order to see what I got to see. So I'm just going to assume that you're giving me permission. So we're going to rock and roll. I'm going to go on this side. Hey, I'm going to go on the side for you. I can't go in your front door. I don't know. Maybe you don't go on the front door when you go home. Okay. And then, so, hey, girl. Um, well, I met with some dog. So there's a dog. And then you're going to be back here to the way back sleeping. And I can't sleep in that room. I don't want to sleep in the room. So he's probably on the couch for some reason. Um that's how I'm outlining your house. Okay. Um, And then so (laughs) your mama, that's weird. I don't get no wife right now, but some ladies in the kitchen. So there's noises in the kitchen, which the kitchen feels like it's right here. Okay. I don't know if you can see that. Um, I hear noises in the kitchen. Um, You will have flickering of lights someplace over here but it's not electrical. Okay. So that's just signs and stuff. (laughs) Um, I want you Jim to be careful. I want you to get your blood pressure checked and, um, be mindful of the heart area, the, the widow maker, but not the widow maker. So it's probably vein stuff. And I think, let me make sure it's not grizzly. Um, I'm going to just tell you, dude, I don't know you, but keep an eye on the chest area. If you've had any pain or you're supposed to take medication, you need to take that because um, you do have what I'm going to call some yellow or hardening or some vein issue. And whether you want to admit it or not, you probably fail or got queasy or something, something because whoever this female is, I can't validate the wife. I know the mom feels like it's a more of a mom, but. Um, But there's some concern of like maybe some health issue that you recently have that you're downplaying, okay? So I need you to make sure you check into that. And call me, um, he can give you my number, it's all on the internet. Call me when we're done and I'll see if I can connect with your wife because I don't get her, okay? All right. Okay, thank you.
0: Mm-mm-mm. ladies and gentlemen I had no idea the show was going to turn in this. very interesting I can tell you that so and my uh, studio phone is never wrong as this many times before so and it's weird because something told me to get it to where I can take calls on on live shows and I said, no, I'm not going to do it. And it was like, yes, you are. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And it was like, you're going to do it. So I did it. So hmm. it's interesting. I'm
1: back another time.
0: Well, I even told, you know, a few of them that I know are that are legit. That, you know, we can even do some live ones for you. Live sessions, whenever you want to do it or You know, or if you're doing a live session with uh, some clients that don't mind being on the air or whatnot, we can do that as well.
1: Yeah, I I don't usually do it with the clients, but what we usually do, what I can do is like if someone wants to, um, you want to, I don't know if you Skype them in or they call. Because usually what they do is like when I'm on Lex and Terry, they just basically call in and Lex, they handle all the phone lines. I don't, and they just ask. I usually focus on them or they just ask a question. Oh I got uh, you. from there. Sure. sure. Yeah.
0: Scarborough Squatching saying, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, she has moved on, Jim Blanton said.
1: Good. And I, I think it's important too, um, because I remember one of them guys, you had mentioned he was a pastor and he said he's Christian. Um, it took me a long time to be me because um when I was in high school, I was in Teens for Christ. For I don't know how long like I was one of those girls that didn't listen to TV didn't wear pants I mean dresses and this wasn't something that came from my mom my mom was totally opposite but I I had um this weird moral compass when I was really really young very black and white in some ways and um you know then I got crazy too you know so I wasn't always holier than now but there was this um, this worry about being me because I had seen the connotations of what psychic was. I'm not a Wiccan. I'm not a witch. I'm not a Voodoo practitioner. Um, you know, it was it was all of these things that you know that you you had to be, or that you were talking to Satan or demons and all these other things. So it was so difficult for me to question why God would give this to me and want me to use it in a way if it was evil and to have the validity of like, you know, lady, and I can say this, but you know, I can tell you people have called me and said, especially when you lose a loved one, you know, I was going to commit suicide. So I say, you know, if God is in this, he's helping people, not hurting people. Um, And so my intent in using this ability is so, um, so important to me. And so just to let you guys know that might be like me, um, I consider myself a Christian, you know, um, that's what I consider myself to be. That's the basis of my religion, my background. Um, and I think that you can coexist and be a Christian and also believe in the paranormal um, and also tap into the inner divinity within yourself, that inner voice that God gives us, the comforter or whatever we're going to call it um we all have it not the preacher is not the only person who gets messages from god we just uh follow the preacher because the preacher is the leader of the church or the organization but god can talk with all of us um if we just learn to listen so um you better keep up with that gym okay and make sure they stay on that and um change diet because i saw yellow yellow usually means cholesterol and they were showing me the veins narrowing. And so if it's something that you can precognitively check into and fix. And I don't know about you feeling dizzy, dude. Make sure you weren't dizzy recently, okay?
0: And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know that her and I never met. Uh, I hand-selected her off of another platform. Uh, we never spoken to each other. And when we did, it was only about uh, show times and getting her slotted in. She was actually supposed to be on yesterday, but that was my fault, unfortunately. Uh, my show ran over, and uh, then I didn't have the information that I needed to put her on the show, which I thought I did. So I apologize, everyone, and apologize to you.
1: So, oh, it's okay. it worked out the way it's supposed to. And I was literally reading a lady, and then. I was going to take a nap because I was so tired after. And then I came to Facebook to check something. And then you were like, oh, you're coming on. And I was like, oh, shit.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm like, oh, God, look, look, my clothes are on backwards. <laughs> yeah, I'm I was literally throwing clothes on. I, yeah, seriously. That's that's just. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even correct it. I said, they'll never know. They'll never know. Um, and so, yeah, I'm surprised I have pants on. I was like totally running to get dressed. And I was like, let me throw on some makeup.
0: Jen <laughs> <laughs> wants another message for you. Because okay. I think you have to move on.
1: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's so important, you know, because um, my team, you know, I'm, I'm an equal opportunist as far as respectful of people's faith bases. My team, um, we have, you know, so much diversity there. And I think it's important in the paranormal, even though I consider myself a Christian, um, you know, if I go to a person's home that might be Wiccan or a witch or whatever, you know, or pagan, let me say pagan, that are pagan, um, I am happy that we have someone, multiple people on my team that would be able to assist them along with myself because I've educated myself in certain things. But you have to be able to help that person. They're not all going to be Catholic and going to recite, uh, you know, the Hail Marys and the rosaries with you or, you know, the power of Christ compels me that they're not all going to do that because that might not be their faith base. So as um, paranormal investigators and mediums and psychics, it's important to have those tools for our clients because we're really, truly supposed to be assisting and helping them Um, and their spiritual entourage or people around them are going to respect or should respect their boundaries and their religious beliefs. So that's important to know.
0: And, and two things I want to hit on that. And I totally agree with you. And first thing is, is anytime I bring up biblical reference or religion, it's like, Oh, here comes grizzly talking about religion. Here we go. And it's like, you know, I believe that people shall believe in their own faith or denomination, whatever they want to believe in. Uh, but I do believe because in the Bible, it says, you know, God has created creatures seen mm-hmm. and unseen. And uh, on my team of admins and moderators, I have police, state police, paramedics, mediums, psychics, and a few civilians. And I've been looking for a pastor. And I finally found one, and he's a Catholic, and I thought I was going to (laughs) give him a little lesson and uh, biblical reference. And uh, instead, when I interviewed him on the phone, uh, he ended up knocking me off my pedestal and freaked me out because I never thought I have ever heard things come out of a reverend like I did him when it come to the Bible and missing books and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and uh, yeah. you know who actually wrote those uh, books and, yeah. and I was like, wow. Aramaic, not English. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. Aramaic, so, not English. <laughs> he's, into the, he's into the paranormal and he said, not too much Sasquatch or Dog Ben. He explained just like you did and it was just like, wow. And I was like, can I have you on my team? please? So he actually agreed to. So I'm actually going to have him on the show next week and he's going to start working with this. So I interviewed one woman uh, a while back ago. It was awful. She was uh, I don't know if she was self-creating the evil spirits, but Hmm. uh, her boyfriend died unexpectedly. Uh, Members of her family died unexpectedly around her uh her friends would not come over her friends would not let her come over and just strange things would happen around her house and all this other stuff and of course she you know got hooked on drugs and try to commit suicide uh that. the natural things that people do that you and i know that goes through this type of process mm-hmm. and uh, her phone was fully charged it died she got on her second phone uh, my whole system shut down. Um, uh, my uh soundboard just went haywiring, and this went on for like almost two weeks. And I actually went out and bought another whole new system, and when the new system came in, everything was working fine. I'm like, what in the world? And I was talking to some of the people that you know that I have on my team, they're like, hey, Chris, you gotta be careful doing stuff like that. I was like, well, I didn't know this was going to be the conversation. She just came out with like, "Yeah," she, and that's what I call the shotgun method, right? Where they just shoot you with everything at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes, you know, um, I will talk about what we are going to talk about on the show. But most of the time, uh, I'll let the show let you dictate where you want to go with the show. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I like it that way. Uh, I don't like to have... Well, I'm going to ask you this question. I expect you to answer this because I had one psychic on here, a uh, very, very well-known psychic. Uh, and I had to read a sheet of questions. And that's the only way I could interview him. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? So I had to do that. And I was very uncomfortable doing it. And I thought, well, let me see if I can bend these rules a little bit and ask them some out-of-the-box questions. But I didn't. I stuck to it. So that's just my belief and how I feel. Uh, you know, that's how the things that I like to roll with. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm a little bit different. Me too. Absolutely.
1: So, yeah. so that lady that you mentioned, um, I saw green slimer. Green slimer is not a good thing.
0: Uh, um, she up, um,
1: Say that one more time.
0: So actually, she brought up slime. Yeah.
1: Okay. So so Green Slimer for me, I remember when I was at Through the Veil or Dragon Con, I can't remember which one. There was a girl who stood up and she talked about having been exercised before, um, you know, by clergy, clergy, not just some big, uh-huh. you know, how everybody now is a demonologist. This was, you know, 10 plus years ago. Um, and I think it was either Bishop Long or I don't remember who it was. It was somebody legit. So but I and she wanted to help people now that had been through oppression. And we were all on panel, and we were like, uh, no, you don't need to help people that have been because you're a, you're pretty much a victim and you're an easy target because it could re oppress. But when I looked at her, I could see Slimer the, before she even talked when she was walking down the hall. I could see what I call, and I still to this day call it Slimer. It was a big body of green energy following her the whole time. And when she stood up, I could see it around her and I knew she was still under oppression. So when you talked about that lady, I saw Slimer and that tells me she is still under oppression Someone that would be more um I wouldn't deal with it me because i don't I don't deal with that energy. I don't like it around me, but someone else would probably need to assist her with cleansing her space, and she does have an attachment, so for
0: sure yeah, and and uh, she lives uh, in the same area where I live keep, keep, and I was telling her what church to go to. Because yeah. I got, I got uh, Catholic, and I'm, I'm not Catholic, but I have Catholic reverence that blesses my challenge coins for police officers and paramedics and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> and I told her exactly, you know, go buy a uh, couple gallons of water, take them there, dump them in a, a holy water fountain, and scoops them up. He'll say a blessing over me, and then when you have holy water, he'll come over do the blessing of the, your house. I, mean, I told her exactly what needs to be done. And I'm not an expert. But the guy that I got on my team, he goes back to 1982.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, he would more than likely. But but this is a thing, and I'm not speaking on this particular individual. Let me throw that out there. <sighs> <laughs> identify with that as a part of who they are so when they identify with it it almost becomes their badge of honor to wear and they don't want to get rid of it because if they get rid of that they're not they don't have whatever that is anymore um and so it's like with the paranormal, how many times have we gone to a person's house to help them and they'll say something, well, we don't want you to get rid of our the spirit, not that we could anyway, because spirits have free will, but we want our house haunted. We just wanted you to come here and to tell us what it is. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, and so that's a part of it too. Sometimes people identify with that specialness that they are possessed or they have all these things happening. And again, not speaking to this particular case. Um, but yeah, do you really want to get rid of it or do you really want it? Is it a part of who you are? Have you kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and that was one of my questions. i would never asked the individual is that we talk behind the scenes with my staff, you know, is it something that she self created with the attachment that will not, or she will not let it go because it's a part of her and she wants it to be a part of her and
1: uh i i 100% think that that should be something that you should consider and how you'll know the difference is is she ready to let go of it and all the things associated with it so in 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 doing that that means you don't talk you know that you don't speak no evil you don't hear no evil you right, no? yeah right. so it's almost like when you let it go you let it go it's like i'm not i'm no longer talking to that i'm not mentioning it i'm not um pondering going back in the past about it it's it's like it's like a boyfriend that you had that you no longer date and you let it go i don't think she's ready to do that she identifies so much with it that it's a part of her story
0: and that's what we were thinking now i don't know that for sure because they don't have special abilities you know the abilities i have and my daughters will tell you that I am known as the human lie detector, you know, because yeah. all, all the training I had over the years with law yeah. enforcement and in certain uh, departments and so forth. I'm really good at that. So and my daughters always hated me and so mm-hmm. did my boss, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I would just put my hand up and be like, nope, stop. I don't don't even go there. And I do my real expressions. And I got yeah. into a handwriting analysis, and you know they used to bring me people's documentation and be like, "All right, tell me they're telling the truth or not." And within two or three minutes, I can tell you know they're lying, and this is why I know. And it's just small things about how hard they press on the paper, how far below they write on the line, and so forth. So, oh, something's coming to you.
1: No, keep talking.
0: I'm so,
1: a free you, Hopefully, we'll see.
0: Sure. So you know, is there's a lot of indicators that you know that I have been taught to look for, and I've been like a sponge to actually uh, soak all that up and use it to help the company that I worked for and other agencies as well, do to do uh, to determine. There we go. I said it. Uh, the actual truth or if somebody was uh, being deceitful or not. so
1: Okay. this might bomb, but we'll see, okay? All right. Okay. All right, close your eyes right quick. All right. All right, I think of a color. Okay. All right, tell me the color.
0: Well, I'm stuck between two.
1: <laughs> okay, you can open your eyes. I'm sorry.
0: All right. Blue.
1: Uh, I bombed. What was blue. the other color? Red. Red like fire. Yep. Did you see red first or blue first? Red. <laughs> well, I change it?
0: I said I was stuck between two colors.
1: <laughs> that tells me you're psychic, okay? Really? Yeah.
0: I thought it was just because all my training that I had.
1: No, no. Well, because. the training, the training helps, but mm, sometimes if you close your eye, like say, say you're around a person, I don't know, because I worked in mental health with bad people too, but. Let's say you're around a person and you don't have to hear them talk or anything or say anything. Sometimes you can look at them and I'm not trying to, the prejudice talk, I'm talking about, you can just look at them and you can feel something, you know, that doesn't have nothing to do with how they speak, what they say, their eye contact. You just feel something. Have you ever had that?
0: Yeah. And it's actually has gone and, uh, has increased since I've been on the show a lot more because since I've been hurt, I'm not actually uh, associating with people as much like I used to be. So uh, I have been advising people that they have special talents and abilities that they don't know about.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And they're like freaking out. Like, well, how do you know? I'm like, I just don't know. I'm just telling you that I think you need some help to to grow on those abilities and develop those and hone in on them. And I've got the right psychic that actually does that and she don't charge. And I think we need to hook you up with them and, or her. And uh, every time that I do that, it's always been a hundred percent right along with other topics. So, you know, I just thought it was just my talent of, you know, all the training I had over the years and stuff. So
1: Teachers and um, teachers are taught how to teach children, right? Right. But teachers are not taught how to look at Sarah and know Sarah had a bad day. Teachers are not taught to look at Johnny and know that Johnny needs a hug. Now, Johnny might just be doing his normal homework, but something in that teacher will say, hey, Johnny, how you doing? Come here. You look like you need an extra hug. Um, it's something that is, somebody said, empathic, bro. Um, it's empathy, but a lot of law enforcement, singers, uh, mental health, um, I would say, hospital people are very empathic. The blue sense that, you know, law enforcement talk about is psychic ability, because even with all your training, you could still do all that and your gut will tell you something that's not you know, not book, you know, that common sense gut empathic blue sense is different than book. Um, you know, it, it is. So you just have to own that.
0: And that's amazing. You said that because my last chief, you know, for a retired under Leosa, he used to get mad at me because he would say, Chris, you you were always right. And you call me by my name that you didn't even know my name earlier. I don't know if you caught that or not, but I did.
1: Okay. No, I think you told me that mm-hmm. on, because again, I have to be legit all the way. I think when you asked me to add you on Facebook, you gave me... Oh, you, okay.
0: You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. yeah.
1: See, yeah. you got to debunk that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I was that
1: good. I'm not that good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that it shocked me. I forgot about that. So yeah. I said, my memory's not that good, you know, with the medication stuff, but, but no, you know, and... You know, I could sit here and, and talk about, you know, some of the jobs I had growing up. And and since you brought that to my attention, which I never really thought about, you know, it's just, you're right. I just know sometimes when people are just telling me fudge and fibs and BS and all that other stuff. And it's just, I tell people, you know, if you can't talk about it, just tell me you can't talk about it. Yeah. And leave it at that. You know, don't ab live. And you know, no offense to anybody, but I call that Clintonism. <laughs> so, oh, I can't go to funerals to graveyards. The sadness takes me everywhere, or oh, every time I cry for no reason, feel like I'm being s- s- stared at, and see things that scares. Sorry, I have a rough time. People reading this far away, so yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm that way, too. I don't go to funerals. Um, It's I, I think when you kind of become more aware of death and the understanding of death in the afterlife, it's just really a physical body that they lose. They don't lose the spirit body. And so in grief, people are so, you know, caught up in that whole process because they can't touch that loved one, but that loved one is just there. I mean, it's just not a body. It's just like around air, you know, flying around doing their thing. Um, and so I try to remind people that you just, you just can't see them. Like you can't see air, you can't see oxygen, but we know we breathe it. So they're there.
0: That's true. That's true. So what, what was you writing down this time? You got me curious again.
1: Oh, a wrestler! Um, I went to another time in your life when somebody hit you in the stomach. I don't know. I felt like I was wrestling.
0: I well, uh, one of my calls I had when I was on county, uh, I never forget this. <laughs> this is kind of funny story. Uh, it was actually like a wrestling oh. match.
1: Here, wrestling, wrestling. Yeah. So,
0: okay. uh, we got called to a domestic violence, and um, we went. It was my lieutenant and I. We went to this apartment building. And back then we were on low band, so people were waving us which apartment to come to because everybody had scanners. And we walked into the apartment, and uh, you know, I went over to the the big female, and he went over to the male, and backup was coming up the steps. The well, only thing I know is, uh, I'm not gonna mention his name, he did the flying elbow coming into the apartment, hit the guy, the woman punched me in the stomach and was okay, trying to pick that was the know, stomach. picked me okay. up like a sumo wrestler. <laughs>
1: okay. I so, felt like I hit you in the stomach and I yeah. was
0: like That's <laughs> okay makes sense. And I was, you know, we had our vests back then were pretty heavy and thick. And then, I mean she literally knocked the wind out of me. So I didn't tase her anything, but it it took all I had to get her on the ground by myself. But But yeah, that's that's funny. That really is.
1: So how I do my readings, um, the way my brain is set up is I am a little different. I think I I focus on a person and just they say to me words like career like that would have been on your list. It would have been wrestler. They just would have said wrestler. And then I would have got like, I don't know, house, blah, 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 you know. And then so I just write a list and outline. And so then I go over it and then I say, well, what did wrestler mean? And then they would say, okay, they show me a scenario, like a view. Oh, yeah. Me. So that's kind of how I do my readings. But what I think um what I think I'm trying to probably the reason why we're having this conversation more so is because people are trying to get me to go back to doing cold cases. I I kind of ran away from it because it was like freaky scary, man. You know, um, it was it was it was kind of weird to to be able to do what I do in the the the, the way to use it the right way without with the, with being protected, I guess. but I'm kind of thinking about going back to that a lot now. So maybe you're a push um, because of that. I don't know. I'm, it, it's, well, it's it was strange,
0: strange right? how you came across my list. I will tell you that much. Okay. It was very strange. Okay. So
1: the connection is really strange too. So.
0: Yeah, it really was. But you, know, you, you got me talking about prior law enforcement. I got to tell you this one story since you brought okay. up. The so ladies All and right. gentlemen, you, you may get, a, you may get a kick out of this. So I was still on County at the time. And, uh, this guy was driving, uh, oh, well, some states it's OWI or DUI. We call it DUI. And, uh, he actually hit a state trooper's wife's car on the 135 almost head on. And he fled the scene and he went to another county. And we were trying to catch up to him. And, uh, they dispatched me to the hospital because they got a, uh, a warrant to draw blood because he refused to blow or anything like that. And uh he fought with uh, another county police officers and uh it was pretty bad. Make a long story short, we had to hold him down in the chair and the nurse was freaking out because he was screaming and everything. And uh Borrow Barrow was my lieutenant at the time. And uh him another officer was holding him back in the chair. And uh, they kept telling me to tase them, tase them. So I kept telling them, this is going to hurt, this is going to hurt. So I took the cartridge off to dry stun them, you know. And uh, he grabbed a hold of my taser and he was trying to break my finger. And they kept hauling her at me. I kept screaming. And the nurse, you know, they were hauling at the nurse, you know, jab him now, jab him now. His arms, his arms down, you know, get, draw the blood. And let me tell you something when she jabbed that needle on him, Oh man, he cried like a baby. Oh and, wow. Yeah, I I I really thought my finger was broken because he kept twisting the taser and I kept trying to crack him, you know, inside the thighs with it because he was kicking and everything else. But then I was taking him to Sallyport, book him in, and everybody around the county thought I was tasing him all the way to jail because he was screaming and kicking. <laughs> him back in my seat and I had a SWAT team it seemed like when I got to jail. So yeah.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> reminiscence.
1: You'll, you'll probably write a book about that one day, I'm sure.
0: But you know what's really interesting? And once again, you, you say that and uh I was talking to a lady last night and she is a publisher and uh, we were talking actually about writing some books about the paranormal and probably some of my past uh, stuff so
1: okay i have a funny thing to ask you sure do you have do you have any have you had a pretzel lately
0: yeah oh wow
1: that's a sign like how lately like today yeah write the book
0: wow okay yeah, so uh, let me ask you that
1: one. <laughs> me show you the pretzel that I was nibbling on earlier today. I'm a weird one.
0: So, how does people get a hold of you if they want to? Uh,
1: you can go to psychicdiva.net, coldcasepsychic.com, ericabuserhany.com, or second site, paranormal.com.
0: Awesome, ladies and gentlemen, you heard from her today. Uh, You learn a little bit more about Grizzly than I would like to let out of the bag, but, hey, it was a good show. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and that Crestle just put the icing and cherry on top for me, so I wouldn't be surprised if there would be some books later uh, coming out, and that also tells me to reach out to that publisher and see what she can do for Grizzly. Uh, Grizzly's got something coming up in the future, so uh, we're going to make the show a little more interesting, and uh, who knows what's going to come out of it, but we shall see. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again. It's that time of day, unfortunately, where we going to say goodbye and good afternoon, but if you want to be on my show, all you have to do is email me at Paranormal at gmail.com Once again, that's Grizzly the Paranormal at gmail.com Any last words? Uh, Y'all just
1: check out Second Sight Paranormal, watch our bootleg paranormal movies and uh, stay blessed.
0: You heard it. The one and only you know and it was funny one of the admins and one of the groups were like that this does not make any sense is, is she renowned or world renowned? I was like, i'm just bringing her forward again and then i'd show her some of the stuff on and she's like gave me a heart it and made me feel warm and fuzzy so coast to coast and from around the world this is where we say goodbye ladies and gentlemen and we'll talk to you soon take is care think they want to let you go. <laughs> it's never been this